Hey, welcome back. This is Rockin' Aphasia podcast number two. I'm Chris, and we are starting out strong with Bob and Rita. Rita is the one who's got aphasia. Take it away, Bob. Hello. Hello. Can you tell me what your name is? Rita is later. Yep, your name is Rita Slater. And can you tell me where do you live? You live in... Wilmington. No, not Wilmington. You live in New... Richmond, Wisconsin. Right, right. Do you have any children? I live in... You have... Two children. And what are their names? Jessica and And Jessica and... Stephen. uh, Stephen. Jessica and... Patrick. Patrick. Okay. And when you, when you, when you, what do you like to do in your spare time? See, you like to do what? You like to do... Crafts. You like to do crafts in your spare time. Yeah. Okay. So that was my wife, that was my wife, Rita. She had a hemorrhagic stroke in 2009 at the age of 52. She has aphasia and apraxia. These are both very frustrating conditions. She struggles each day with finding the right words and has difficulty understanding conversation. We use pen and paper, gestures, and a lot of guessing, but we manage to get the right message across. She never gives up and practices her speech skills as much as possible. I don't think any of us can begin to know what it's like to suffer from aphasia, but we need to remember that their, their intelligence is still intact. We need to have patience and take the extra time to get to know them and figure out the best communication methods to use. Like participating in aphasia groups and doing a podcast like this is a great way that we can spread awareness and show the abilities of those with aphasia. Please take the extra time today to learn more about it. Thanks. Now we're headed over to the garden. Well, it used to be. Now it's just a pile of dirt. But first, let me introduce you to the first year grad students. Hey, I'm Sadie. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma. And we're first year grad students working with the Blue Gold Aphasia Group. The Communication Sciences and Disorders Department at UW-Eau Claire has a plot in the community garden a couple of miles from campus. This was the second year the Aphasia Group has worked at the garden. The following audio is from when the Aphasia Group was closing up the garden for the year. Cantaloupes? Yes, cantaloupe. That seems to be a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. That's all I took out of it. And squash. How much? How much cantaloupe was there? Two. A double. Total. Total. <laughs> no. Three. I got one. Took it home. It was awesome. The next group time, I got another one that was bigger, and I. It was. Rotten. Oh, <laughs> did we miss the... And then Chris took one. Yep. Oh, how was it, Chris? You obviously uh, I never saw it. <laughs> Again, uh, rotten. Rotten? Oh, no. Bummer. Was that the first time you guys... That's why you didn't share it with you, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> was that the first time you guys have done a cantaloupe? Yeah, I think so. So do you think next year will be better? Probably. boy. Maybe. Maybe. I think that's a that took us up a notch growing cantaloupe in yeah. the garden. That's I think so too. That's more than just your usual tomatoes and beans.
Okay, so what are we doing here at the garden today? We are picking up the last of the area. I'm sad. When did you start with the garden this year? Sometime in May. Okay. How did you how did you start up the garden? What kinds of things did you have to do to prep it? First, have to go over and take out all the weeds. Okay. And then we can plant uh, squash, zucchini, banana peppers, jalapenos, broccoli, tomatoes onions, okay. both red and green tomatoes, and lettuce. And lettuce. Wow, you guys had a lot of things in here. Oh, beans. Beans. Can't get, forget the beans. The green beans? You do green beans? Yes. Yes. Uh, but the, the long green beans. Oh. Yeah. What didn't do very well? The tomatoes. Tomatoes? Oh yeah. Why? Why do you think? They're underneath the in the shade. So would you plant them in a different spot next year? Oh yeah. Where there's more sun? Right. Right. What else did well in the garden? Squash. Both squash and the pumpkins are doing extremely well. We think higher, a higher fence and higher posts, maybe even six foot posts like that. And then we want to move the tomatoes from that corner somewhere else into the sun. The things that you plant and leave alone. <laughs> but, but your idea of, that's, that's a... Pruning? Should we? What is this that pruning that you speak of? That involves okay. elbow grease. Okay. Yep. No, no, that's a good. <laughs> wow. Because they got a little bushy. In just a tad. Year three. Year three of the garden. We can step it up a bit. Yeah. Year three. Yeah. Because we go. could. I mean, frankly, Chris, you could you could hide in those tomatoes, and we we just we saw the have. arm come out with the tomato on, the, on top kind of, of an it. Alfred so. Hitchcock. So. Yeah, that was. What's the right way to keep track of when things should be picked? Look online. Have a timetable. Spreadsheet. Yeah. Because that we plant when we planted things, and we didn't really look at the back side of it. <laughs> so a little discussion about like we didn't know if it was just going to be small or early. So. Now we're done with the garden. Let's head back to the classroom. Hey Jane, what have you thought of the garden? I'm glad it's uh, closing up now. <laughs> cool. Uh, what have you got there? I, I'm, my, my name is Jan, Jane Helen. And I have a good progressive aphasia. I am in a group with the university in Eau Claire, and we have the garden work in all summer. We did fences around, took them off, and plant, plant, uh, planted 
everything I'm during the summer, tomatoes, squash, radishes, lots of gar in the garden. Now it's done. So to clean up, I, uh, our other spot for next year. We took down the fence, the gates taken down, and always had a lot of fun seeing all the people that we had down there and a lot of painting rocks because we are the rock. Cool, thank you. That was great, Jane. That was great. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. I like the part how you added in the rock. Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. And the last part we'll talk about is The Garden. It's a poem by Rochelle. My name is Rochelle Anderson, and I live in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Fifteen years ago, I had a stroke and aphasia. I'm part of a group, and a professor from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, asked me to do a poem. My poem was about the garden with vegetables and other things. People like to work in the garden, and they had good things and bad things about the garden. In my garden, excuse me, in my poem, I talk about aphasia. If you don't know anything about aphasia, the one thing you should know for is that people who have aphasia have trouble talking. Plants and seeds and looking for sprouting deliverance surrounded by chicken wire, tomatoes, peppers, beans, lettuce, squash, and the nourishing soil. Onion underneath dead dirt are dangerous. Dragons participating freedom are <coughs> Conversation outside, working together, camaraderie, joking, laughing, smiling. And many, many, many leaves in the Andes gardens, Andrew's path. At and um, storm battering, burning the panels, port, port, aphasia, of the <laughs> is an weed, weed, toiling, tomini, and Storming, struggling, so many to remove, emerge, but always, always coming back. The Dantzlerd deer eating. Uh, garden 
in aphasia of stealing your purpose. in vegetables, gardens, with no sun. Uh, water. <laughs> water in aphasia changing your life. Gardening in a group with friends. Enjoying your lives, sharing stories, smell, smell the pungent onions, savor the red, juicy tomatoes, feel like leafly leaf, lettuce. Crisp, found flavorful. Thank you all for reading it with us. See you next time on our podcast, Rockin' Aphasia. Bye. Mm -hmm.